Welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie Gaudet, self-care coach for women who are ready to make self-care a priority to support them in life and business. Every week, I'll be speaking with inspiring women from various walks of life who will share their personal journeys and will discover how they have fearlessly carved their own paths as business owners, passionately pursuing their dreams, and creating a meaningful impact on their communities. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Her Extraordinary Life by Design, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I'm your host, Leslie, and I'm so happy you've tuned in today because you are in for a treat. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with Emily Vermeer. Emily is a wife, mother of two, multi-passionate entrepreneur, creator of Fueled by Faith, a faith-based women's organization. Emily stumbled upon her own business by listening to others' compliments of her and really diving into her talents gifted by God. She embraces the life she is now actively choosing to live each day while empowering others to do the same. I'm so grateful that she's returning today to give us an update on how great God is and how he's truly blessed her vision of Revealed by faith. Her faithfulness to trust him to lead the way is revealing such a beautiful journey for her and her ministry. And today she's going to pour into us. So without further ado, welcome, Emily. It's great having you back on the show. Thank you so much, Leslie. It's just an honor to be back. I love you and your message and what God's doing here. And so anytime that I can get my hands in here, I am here for it. I'm so excited. I love it. So before we get started, as it's been a while since I had you on the show. And I would love for you to refresh us a little about a little bit about Emily, the wife and mom. Yeah. So since I've been on the show, my kiddos have had birthdays. And so we have six and seven year old now. And it's actually been a great time of reflection to be like, oh my gosh, seven years and six years and how it's passed and and flown by. And also this new chapter, it's very different than them being infants and toddlers. And now they're actually like little humans that are learning things and also teaching us stuff that we're like, oh, we didn't know of these things or reteaching us things that we were like, oh, I didn't. I forgot about that history lesson or I forgot about Oh, and this is how we do math now. So it's been really awesome to see their growth in the past months since I've been on and also the changes that they have made. And we're getting in like sports and activities and being able to maximize our time together and be really conscious of when our family is together to soak it all up because it does go really quickly. So my kids have have gained another year of life since the last time we spoke. And then my marriage has actually gone through a huge transformation story, which is all glory to God. And at some point we can share that testimony, not today, but at some point I would love to share that testimony. But I do stand here from the last time we spoke, a completely transformed wife. And that has been an amazing personal walk with the Lord of what that looks like. But I feel like maybe there's someone that will listen to this that is going through a hard posture of their marriage. I just want to 
speak life into you of to continue to seek God for yourself and he will work on your marriage. And just because a year or however long ago we spoke, I can't remember the exact place I was, but I know that a lot has happened since then. And so just to be on this other end of what has happened in my life in such a short amount of time too, there's so much healing and power that has happened in it, but that will come at another time. But I'm just excited that the Lord has been with me through it. From that time of not even knowing things going on to now of healing and being in that process. So a lot has happened, girl, since the last <laughs> time we spoke. Yeah, but I love it. And, you you know, that's the thing about marriage. It's not like it's, it's that Cinderella fairy tale. Like a, a lot of people think, oh, you get married and you ride off into the sunset and everything is all great. But it's not that way because there's work to be done to cultivate that relationship, to deepen it, to deepen the bond. And, you know, working on ourselves, I think, is really the biggest part and and trusting God will help us in that journey. So I love that you shared that about you, sharing with the listeners a little bit more about Emily, the wife and mom. And again, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about next because seeing where you were in the beginning of this journey with Fueled by Faith. And now how it's grown and expanded and blossomed into something, I think, even more than what you even expected. So let's talk about that. How did you know that it was time to step out and start your women's organization fueled by faith? Like what confirmed your calling and gave you the courage to do that? So I would say the very first knowing was being confirmed through another friend. I was personally looking for a network of Christian-based women that was deeper than just the business card shuffle. And I remember going to a friend who lived here locally and I was like, hey, I'm looking for a group that I could be connected with that would fill my cup. Like I want to leave overflowing, but I also want a place where I can pour into too. Like we all have giftings. I don't want to just receive. I want to give. And she looked at me and she was like, I don't know of anything like that, but I'm pretty sure that you're going to start that with the Lord. And that was the first permission slip that God gave me of, oh, there's a need because you need it. But here's someone that's saying, yeah. That's totally needed. And you're the woman to do it. And immediately I was like, nope, I'm going to go find it somewhere else. (laughs) I'm not, I don't even know what to do. At that point, I wasn't even like in, in the word. I didn't even open my Bible. Like all of those excuses kept coming up, but it was actually permission to get closer to him so he could birth this through me, which has been so exciting. So that was like the first little moment of like, oh, this could actually be a thing that people want to be in. And what's so beautiful is yesterday I got a text message. We're officially a year in of Fueled by Faith. And I got a text message yesterday from a woman that's a member, and she was like, I am so in for Fuel by Faith. I have had the biggest Fuel by Faith week. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she was like, well, I've connected with this person. I went and had dinner with this person. I went to this person's shop and I got something for another sister in Fuel by Faith. So she has been like interconnected. And that was another affirmation from the Lord of 
women not only need this, but they want it and they're, they're thriving through it. And so she just sent me a text and she was like, thank you for listening to the Lord. It has completely transformed my life. And so that was just another affirmation of like, yeah, God's doing something through just that seed that was planted that I was personally looking for. And that permission of like, nope, this is your thing, girl, you go do it. Yeah. And isn't it funny how we think that, oh, no, I I don't want to be the one responsible for that. Yeah, but I just want to show up. I just want to yeah. show up. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I love too that how you shared about how you hadn't really immersed yourself in the word, because I think that's kind of like where my journey began to where I started really finding like, okay, I'm on the right path. But I had, I came to that decision moment too, way back in uh, the summer of early summer of 2021, when I was asked to speak in front of a, like doing a summit online in front of a Christian community. And I thought to myself, this actually means something. It's not just now me getting in front and talking about what I do, which is I'm very passionate about it, but I had actually been, that was like that moment for me to realize, okay, now it's time for you to take a stand, to stand up. Okay. Are you willing? Right. And so I love that because I really wasn't even myself diving in. I've been walking for many years, but I had not really been really being a, you know, all in spending time learning, allowing, asking for guidance. I was really just that I called myself a sometimes Christian because I would have like this Sunday service and that was it. And I had to, that was like the reminder, okay, if you really want to do this, uh, it can't just be where it's just you. You yeah. have to include me because it's not going to work otherwise. And so I really love that reminder from you that you realize, okay, I was out there searching for something, but he's reminding me, okay, you can do this. If you are going to walk with me, I need you to walk the walk, not just talk about it, but really walk that walk. So I really love that. Yeah. And that I will never forget. I was struggling, man, a year ago to get to our first conference. I was struggling to get women to come to this conference. And I am a saleswoman. I will go to anyone and be like, you need this and talk about the transformation. But there is something missing when I was communicating with people because I was in a, I'm doing this to get. I wasn't doing this to give and to make the kingdom impact. And I'll never forget laying in my office floor in our rental house and just being wrecked because I was like, but God, you called me to this. I'm out here doing it. I'm being obedient. I'm reading one Bible verse a day. Like, I, what, what do you, what more do you want from me? And I remember him so clearly being like, babe, until you get that you are to walk fueled by faith, it will not, the blessings will not come. And so I thank him every day for fueled by faith being the title, because it's literally a way of life for us, not just for me, but for all of us and anything that you do, whether you're in a nine to five job that you love, whether you're a stay at home mom, like your fueling is the Lord daily. And when we're fueled by him, we're able to show up 
in our giftings, wherever that looks like. And I remember when I was like, okay, Lord, (laughs) convicted, you convicted me. I wasn't walking fueled by faith. I was walking in my own power of if I just message a hundred people a day, mathematically, this amount of people will show up to the conference. But it actually became a No, surrender to the Lord, and He's going to put the right people in my place. And the right 25 women came to that conference the first year. And then He spoke to me in that conference of the impact of that number when the 25 women get what God had for them in that room, it overflows into hundreds and thousands of women, men, children because of getting them into that room. And it took him working through me, convicting my heart to realize his math, his math of what he was doing. And he's a God of multiplication, not a God of addition. And I was sitting here on my phone being like, I can message this person and this person and this person and doing all this work and overexerting myself to the point of exhaustion when really he was like, come to me, get in the word. I want you to have, like, give me all of you so I can overflow. And this is going to be so much easier because you're going to be fueled by this and not of the world, fueled by faith and not of the world, fueled by me and not of others' expectations. And that's where everything started to shift and change. And my world started to open up and it was so much easier. And gosh, it was so much more fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) than doing it my way which is so difficult for us to transform and and be renewed in that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I don't know about any of the listeners, but I, I could feel that for myself. Like I, I know that sometimes I have to catch myself. Like really, it's not about when you get on the conversation with someone, it's not about yourself. It's not about what you do. It's what, how is it going to transform them? How can you serve them? How is, how can you show up to make it, so that they feel poured into. And I feel like that's what you showed up today to do with us. So yeah, that just landed with me in such a deep way. So thank you. Um, Now you you did just allude a little bit to getting a text message from someone about like some of the impacts of how Fueled by Faith has uh, affected. So what are some of the most meaningful or tangible impacts you've seen Fueled by Faith have on women so far? Oh my gosh, so many. I, I, we could be here all day and it's so amazing. And what's really cool is I'm still learning things. Like I'll be in conversation with someone and they'll be like, yeah, I connected with such and such who then this happened and this transpired in our life. And that happened months ago, but I'm just now learning about it. And it's so beautiful to continue to see the ripple effect that God has in our lives from just connecting, simply getting people in the same room that are like-minded, that have the same love for the Lord and want other women to win. And I feel like that's been our dynamic over the past few years of the world, like you just talked about, the, we all think of self and that's just our human nature. We were born into sin, straight up, nothing you can do about it. You were born a sinner. Literally, when we are children, we are babies. We are so selfish. 
We need to be fed. We need to be changed. We need all the attention. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's how God designed us for us to learn how it is to rely on other people and to rely and be dependent. I'm not saying that that's something to go for all the time, but as we grow and realize that our dependence should be on the Lord, that's when the ripple effects can start to happen is when we get in the rooms and we get in these communities with other women that we start to find accountability with each other of like, this is my God-given dream. And he's told me that this is what he wants me to do. I would not be where I am at without my community of women that put that crown back on my head. I need other women to help me secure it sometimes because we live in a sinful world. We live in a world where we can come to self and be like, oh, well, nothing's happening for me. Well, God actually says, how can this happen for you, not to you? Mm -hmm. And so I always, I'm like, God, what do you have for me? today? What are you trying to show for me today? And what's so awesome is being able to see these women be in community with each other and start, like I went and gave a book to one of our members who's a financial advisor. She was like, yeah, I'm actually meeting with such and such another member to help her with her finances and getting her financial budget in place for 2024. Had they not met through Fuel by Faith, that connection would have never happened. And that business that now that one member has and vice versa, the other one is an interior designer. So they're able to help each other with their giftings that God's given them and give them business in exchange of that. Also at our conference, there is a woman who a stronghold was broken over her, the very first night of conference, we did not expect for God to move so quickly at the beginning of conference. And she went down, (laughs) she went down in the spirit. And there's so many women that got to be educated on what that looks like, what that means, what was going on in her life to now she was able to be broken from a stronghold of domestic violence and to walk out a renewed woman of who God says she is and not anyone else. And now she has a community of women to keep her there. So she can't go back to who she was. Not that anything was wrong with that, but God wanted to transform her and renew her. And it was required of her to up level her surroundings and her environment. So now she's walking out new in who God has designed her to be. And it's just been so cool. The ripple effects of not just the conference, but just the members in the group connecting with each other, going to lunch and making lifelong friends that they would have never met had it not been for fuel by faith. And that's just how great our God is at being the great connector um, and creator that he can take something so small as a monthly meeting or even a text thread that we have access to, to change someone's life. And it's just been so neat to see and also to keep hearing the little ripple effects that have happened since then. People are writing books. They've been connected to publishers. It's just been amazing. Yeah. And I love that. And I think too, it's a reminder that we're not supposed to go through life alone anyways. I think it's a lot of the time we've 
why people are so lonely because they feel they have to do everything by themselves, but that's not the case. We weren't born to go out into the world by ourselves. We are born to really connect with others. So I love the fact that Fueled by Faith um, is allowing the connection of these women who in this even like in the conferences is to be able to like you pour into them there and they take what they've learned and what they've, what they've felt, what they've gained, and they take it out into their communities and everyone around them benefits from that beautiful place where they went and learned something where they went and got poured into, and they can, can do that the same for the people in their lives. But also like the other connections you were saying, like people meeting each other, you know, needing, I, I truly believe that women, when you're leading through faith and you're building your business, a faith-fueled business, that it's especially because in this world, I don't want the world to tell me how I should run my business or how that should look because I don't want that to come from a selfish point of view. I want it to be coming from that service point of view. And I think that's where when we can come together in, in groups like this and communities like the ones that the one that you've created, that allows us to be in the room with other women who have that same mindset, who are on a journey of a faith-filled journey, a faith-fueled journey. And they're also building a life and we can support each other in the things that we've learned and whatever capacity that looks like. So I'm really appreciative that you were called on that you're on your heart to create such an amazing organization that you're just getting started. And I'm like so excited to see where you'll be a year from now, 10 years from now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what have been some of Fueled by Faith's biggest accomplishments so far? Like what, and what are you thinking that's from those accomplishments you might be bringing to life from that? Yeah, such a great question. Because honestly, when I started this thing, I, the Lord was like, just bring women together, just bring them together. And I actually started something very similar to this that was not faith driven and it kind of fizzled out. And then as I was building Fuel by Faith and we had our conference, I asked the women that came, I was like, what more do you guys want? Like, where's the need? How can we serve you? And I remember them being like, oh, we want to do a monthly group. We would love to have access to a podcast. We would love. And I'm like, oh my goodness, everything I just built that just fizzled Lord, they want it. And I just had this. So like, where was the disconnect? And the disconnect was that he was in the center. And so he was like, now with me as the center, girl, we are going places. And so I just felt him unlock that in me of like, it just took me a little bit to be like, oh, now I see where he's taking me. This is for him. This is all glory and honor to him. And thank goodness for the fruit that has come to assist and and help our family but also the fruit that has multiplied other women's businesses from this to come together or their lives too. And so what's so awesome is it just going from like, oh, we're going to launch a podcast to a membership, to a conference. And what was awesome is we started at 25 women in one room here in Wilmington, North Carolina for for one day because we had a hurricane in the mix. So it was one day and that multiplied 
to a, over a hundred women came this past September and literally quadrupled the amount of women that came and were able to get something that I believe a lot of them were not expecting. And it was so, so cool. We had vendors that came and they honestly, they were like, I was just here for the business, but my heart has been completely transformed. And that's why I really needed to come. And it was so cool to be able to hear that story. That's another ripple effect that came out of that. But where we're going is so cool because he's given us glimpses of where we're headed And that looks like chapters being open to people around the globe that they can have fueled by faith in their backyard with their people and their community. Because yes, we do have an online membership where people can join and be in community here and also opportunity for people to build a fueled by faith wherever they are and open their own chapter. But there's just something about getting in community, in person, with people that are like-minded to impact the kingdom here on earth. And I mean, you guys have seen it, I'm sure, of revivals breaking out, people breaking out into songs in the middle of the mall, just people loving the Lord out loud. And I really think that he's calling more and more people to be loud of their faith here in this time. And what better way to do it in community with your sisters that love the Lord and are using their giftings, whether it's cutting hair, being a mom, being a podcaster, whatever it is, entrepreneurship or a regular nine to five where you're blessing people with your gifts and talents. There's something about coming into community with one another that I feel like creates a light beam straight up to heaven wherever you're at, because we're two or more gathered, so is he. And I love that so much. And so being able to duplicate what we have here in Wilmington in person all around the globe. So we actually have five chapters that are launching in 2024. And one of them is international in Canada. And I think it's so amazing that I was like God told me we're going to do chapters and then boom, he sent people right away. That was like, what, how do we get this here? And I was like, oh, I didn't know that, that people were looking for that, but he did. And so I'm so excited in 2024 that we're looking to launch at least five. If God has more people that want to come on board and be a commissioner and go out and commission people by faith, there's opportunity there. But I'm excited for that. And he's also laid it upon our heart to publish a book within Fuel by Faith and what it looks like to infuse transformation in our day-to-day. Because we go to conferences, retreats, even life-changing transformational weekends that we have with our family or our spouse. And what do we do with that, right? So like, how do you come down off of that mountaintop high And God has put that on my heart to release and fuel by faith, to start teaching people of how do we transform our lives from the the day-to-day that we're used to. He's making us new every day. And so Mm -hmm. there's some things that we have to like shed 
to bring in the new and what can that tangibly look like? So there's just a few things that we have on the horizon for Fuel by Faith in 2024, but girl, I know that he can think, change things on a dime. So I'm just like open hands, Lord, whatever you got for me, I am your vessel. Just use me. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's important just to, we're not just so rigid in thinking that that's the only path. Again, something could change because maybe something great is about to happen. That's going to change maybe a little bit of the the trajectory of what your actual vision is. So I really love that. So let's look a little bit back on your last year. I know we've talked a little bit about some of the tangible things that you've seen happen to the women that have come into Field by Faith through the conferences, through the membership, online uh, platforms, and connecting with each other. So when you reflect on this past year, what key lesson has stuck with you, whether it's business or family life, and how has it shaped your decisions and your priorities? Oh, wow. That is a big question. <laughs> it's so good. And I like, I encourage all of us to like journal this out because that's huge. And the biggest thing that he keeps reminding me of, and I'll, I'll say too, I always stretch. Okay. So the renewal, the power of the renewal of our mind on a daily basis, because I don't know about you or the listeners that are listening in today, but the enemy knows how to get me and he knows exactly what thoughts to pull at and to put in my head and stepping into my power and authority in every role that I am in. So a role as a mom, the role as the wife to my husband, the role as the founder of Fuel by Faith, the role as the daughter to my parents, the role of um, attending my church. I mean, we ha- we serve so many roles. We're in so many pockets. You have power and authority in every single one of those roles. And you get to show up like that. And I feel like my world shifts and the atmosphere around me shifts when I walk into rooms in my power and authority and the role that I'm serving. So my family, they change when I walk into that room, like I'm the mama that the Lord sent in there. The church, when I walk into it, they know how to welcome me as I walk into that role. And it's stepping into that power and authority. But to get there, it's the transforming and the renewal of our minds that we are worthy of that role and that we have that power and authority. Because I feel like oftentimes we slink back, we dim our light, and that's where the enemy can come in and be like, oh, you can't walk. You can't strut into that room like you know what you're doing because you didn't do your Bible study yet. You can't. Like all these little things, right? Stomp on him, make him get out of there. He has no room in your mind. And coming back to the word and actually knowing what the Lord has said about his daughter that you are, his child that you are, and knowing that so much that it becomes a belief system that's rooted in your heart. And so I would say that's probably been my transforming thing that. I will stand here and say that sometimes I'm not, I'm not disciplined in that. 
And that's where I get back in those cycles. But that's the importance of our community and our sisterships that we have to call forward. I have a friend of mine that I will text her and she'll be like, put that crown back on, put that crown back on. (laughs) And we need, we need that in each other to be like, nope, go renew your mind. Do what you need to do to remember who you are and whose you are. And so I would say in reflecting in my past year, I'm my Holy Spirit-filled self. That's what a lot of people call it, a higher self. I'm my Holy Spirit-filled self when I am renewed and reminded of who I am and whose I am. And so I would encourage all the listeners to write a mission statement out on who you are. And I would do it in your most like fired up, Self. So if it's coming off of an amazing praise song that you're like, whoa, that was good, go write that mission statement and wake up to it every morning to remind yourself of actually, no, God said this about you. And this is what he has created you for at such a time as this. And so I read that every morning and I'm like, whoa, let's go, let's go, let's go. It gets me fired up and reminds me of why he put me here and why this time. And also it, it just fires me up to be the best version of myself in each one of those roles. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because one of my things, you know, too, for me, as I've looked over this past year, actually, maybe even looking back over being a coach for the past five years and seeing the transition and like where I started to really bring him into it being his mission and I'm working with him. One of the things I woke up to, and this is just recently, is that I now fear success. Mm-hmm. And isn't that a strange place to be? Because I'm thinking, well, why would I do that? And and realizing that I am afraid to step through that door of success because I'm afraid to mess it up. Mm-hmm. That really hit home for me. Because now it's a different fear. It's not the fear of failure. It's the fear of like, if I succeed, can I stick to it? Can I do what's needed to be done? Am I going to fail? Am I going to be good enough? It it really kind of jarred me a little bit. And so it's something that obviously I'm taking to him and realizing like, I talked with him, you know, just in my mind, obviously, and said, I understand now the fear of success is, am I going to mess it up? But then I realized, well, I don't have to be afraid if I put my faith and trust in him that he'll guide me and lead me as long as I'm leaning on him and looking to him, keeping my eyes on him, affixed to him and not on the world for my direction. Then stepping through to through the door of success is going to be okay. It's not going to be easy, obviously, because life is not always easy. But knowing that I have him to guide me and I can look in the word to guide me, I have community of women in my life, such as yourself, that can help me when I get into those places of allowing that fear to take hold. So I love that you brought that up because it's really, it's interesting how you can flip from one fear that could be a failure to like, okay, now what success? Like if I walk through that door, is it going to be okay? And knowing that I have, again, like you were saying, having a sisterhood is really important. Having women who are faith-based is really important because we live in such a dangerous world. And so I love that you brought that up. So thank you. Yeah, you got it. I absolutely 
love that we can surround ourselves with people that see us through the lens that God does. Mm -hmm. And when you surround yourself with other women that know that crown is put on your head for a reason, and they know where you're going. Like I know when I've spoken to you, when I've spoken to other people, and I say words that I've never, I remember writing down like Fueled by Faith will have a national director and then we'll have a regional director. And I looked at that piece of paper and it looked foreign to me, the words. I was like, I never would have, my flesh, I don't think I ever could have come up with that concept, but the Lord was pulling that down. And when I spoke it out to my circle of friends, they're like, of course, Fuel by Faith is going to need a national director. Of course, they're going to need a regional director because they see me through the lens that God does. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important for us to know our surroundings and the environments and the atmosphere that we're putting ourselves in of who's calling us up and then who we're there to call up. Because yeah. we're going to walk into rooms that we're sent there to shift the atmosphere. And I pray, like, when I go into a room, I say, Lord, release your glory into this place. Release it, release it, release it. And it just feels so good that we have the power and authority to do that. Like, he's equipped us. And I just encourage you and the listeners that when that fear mentality comes in, is to remember that we we are not, what's the scripture? He does not give us the spirit of fear, but of love peace and in a sound mind, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, go look back. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when we have that, that right there is a renewal of our mind. And we speak that out and walk it out. You don't have to physically say it in the middle of your day when you're walking, when that thought comes in, but you can cast it out of your mind of like, no, 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 no. We don't believe that. Actually, God called me here to a place and I have peace. I have joy and I have a sound mind about it because I actually have the mind of Christ. He mm-hmm. actually lives within us. And when we identify that, it can shift everything in us. And so just be encouraged and listeners be encouraged that God is within you. He had, and you have access to be like, Holy Spirit, what's up? Where are we going? What are we doing? What are we believing today? What do you have for me? And go chase them like Easter eggs. Go look for his presence and his goodness everywhere because that's what he wants. He wants cheerful children to be seeking him daily and for us to be proclaiming and lighting up this world with him to go out and serve. So I'm, I, yes, do it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So thank you so much for that. So let's talk about the future. Yeah. As you look ahead over the next few years, what's next for Emily, the wife, the mom, the businesswoman? That's such a great question. And I actually got caught up today because I'm a very, I'm a big planner. I'm a big, like, where are we going? What's the next thing? And it can make me personally very anxious. And I used to, I used to subscribe to the world of planning, of you got to get this degree and then this is the next thing. And then this is the retirement plan. And this is the thing, but actually, and I love so much, this is just a testament to my growth because I can't even believe the words are going to come out of my mouth. I actually don't have a plan for the next five, 10 years. And I freaking love it. And I'm so grateful because actually God's calling me to be where my feet are planted and to live like my goals for the next five and 10 years 
are today. Like God, show me what the goal is for today. Transform. Yes, I, I'm. I know that I will be on stages and I know that Fuel by Faith is going to be a household name, that we're going to have men's chapters, that we're going to have family conferences and marriage retreats. That's like in this bubble of like, this is where we're going. But I'm so driven right now to be where I'm at in my day because that's where the, that's when the monumental moments can happen in the mundane and we miss on those and being a mom being a parent gosh i uh, we just celebrated 10 years being married and i remember sitting there and i was like that's not impacting me as much as knowing that i'm a mom to a 7 year old i'm like i don't know how that happened so fast and i'm like i i have an age so i'm not sure what's going on <laughs> you know and but it's such a great reminder to be so present in today and to seek out what he has for me today because that will transform the 5 years and the 10 years and I, back when I was in college, I probably could have answered that to a T for you and been like, actually, I am going to have 2.5 kids with white picket fence and I'll have two degrees and I'll be working a corporate position, making this much money. And I absolutely love that God's actually called me to be his disciple and not know exactly what's going to happen because it's actually going to be 10 times better than what I could ever dream up and plan. And I know my marriage is going to be thriving and that we're going to be able to impact marriages because of that. But as I can't get more detailed than that, because he's like, girl, I got you here today and I want you here today. And I love that you asked that question because that literally was an awareness block that I had this morning of so worried about the next month and like, what, how's that going to impact this? And I was like, actually, God's saying, actually, today is this day of this week and on your to-do list is this. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Be where my feet are planted. And so I just encourage, I hope that encourages someone else that's been such a forward thinker because that's been like, literally as I was thinking, I was like, I can't believe these are the words coming out of my mouth, (laughs) but it is. And that's just a testament to what God can do in our life. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love your answer. I think that it's incredible to, it takes a lot of pressure off because people are always talking about where do you see yourself in three years or five years or 10 years, right? And that can be, there's so much pressure on having the right answer, having the best answer. And I think your answer really to me is so beautiful because it's allowing us to just be present in our lives to not just be looking forward all the time, but actually looking here where our feet are planted right now and being the best that we can today. I love that. Thank you so much for, for that. I am, I am just so happy that you came back and you joined us again for this part of my journey and my second season of her extraordinary life by design and how you've shared such an amazing and courageous path of your faith-driven ministry, your service, 
your passion for uplifting and empowering women to really just be connected and and to live their best lives. So I am so grateful that you came on today and that we have connected. I think it's it's such a beautiful testament that when you allow yourself to be open to hearing other people and and meeting new people that it really and allowing them to pour into your life is really powerful and you can have great friendships. So I'm really glad that we've met and I'm thankful Same. that you're on the show today. Same. Thank you so much just for the opportunity and for just being you. You're such a blessing oh. to know. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, be sure to check the show notes for details on Emily's women's organization, Fueled by Faith. They are making such an important and meaningful impact. And perhaps this is the calling you have been waiting for. I hope Emily leaves you feeling motivated to boldly walk the purposeful path God intends for you. When you let your light shine, just imagine those you can inspire. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep believing, and keep designing your extraordinary life one day at a time. Thank you for joining me on Her Extraordinary Life by Design. I hope you've been inspired and empowered by the incredible stories shared on this show. If you enjoyed this episode and the conversations we've had, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to me, and it will help others discover the podcast and join our empowering community. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Together, we can continue to learn from these amazing women, uncover their extraordinary journeys, and be motivated to create our own lives by design. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, stay empowered and keep shaping your extraordinary life one day at a time. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives' activities from the previous session free from bias on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric cast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, all in the Spanish remixes out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.